Welcome to Outdoor Adventures with Jason. Each week, I bring the world of hunting, fishing, and conservation to you. From the great hunting and fishing opportunities found in the Americas to the dream safaris located on the dark continent beyond. I'll introduce you to those who are already out in the field living every outdoor enthusiast's dream, as well as outfitters and gear manufacturers that can make those dreams your reality. Welcome to this week's episode of Outdoor Adventures with Jason. Really excited today. I've got a great person on to talk to. I've got Maddie Warren. Maddie, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Maddie, tell me a little bit about yourself. I am a junior in college. I go to Texas A&M, and I'm not quite sure what I want to do with my life, but I think I would like to have a hunting show someday. Well, fantastic. And how might people recognize your last name? Well, my dad is Keith Warren, and if y'all don't know who he is, he's had a hunting show for a while, like 30 years. He started out doing a fishing show, then moved on to a hunting show, and now we also have a show called Deer and Wildlife Stories, where he goes to different deer farms and kind of talks about what deer breeding is all about and showcases different places. So you've really grown up in the hunting industry then, literally right in it. Oh yeah, I, I was really lucky. I always tell my dad, I don't know what I would have done if I was born like in Chicago with a very liberal family that had never even seen a done before because I don't know what I would do with my life if I didn't have the outdoors or hunting. Are, are you quite proficient with a bow, a gun, or both? What's your favorite method of hunting? Both. I can't pick a favorite and it's so hard because every time we introduce something new, if I do a show with him, I'm like, oh, this is my favorite because I love everything. I shot a crossbow a lot when I was younger just because I'd gone on a youth hunt and I think I shot like a 308 or something that was pretty big for me when I was like eight or nine and I kind of got scared of rifles for a while. So I love crossbows because they're what kept me into hunting. I love rifles because who doesn't love rifles it's fun to shoot long distance it's more challenging for me to do long distance just because I went to a long distance shooting school and like you learn so much about shot placement ballistics so I love rifles I love archery I'm, I shoot a compound bow and I'm on the archery team here at A&M so that's always fun too I can't pick a favorite they're all great so you're you're accomplished was that Tim Fallon's school that you went to yes yes it was awesome and tell me how long ago did you attend that um, I did that last summer. I think it was the beginning of August. And I went in and I thought, you know, I'm, I'm an okay shot. I'm pretty confident in my shot. And I left there and I was so confident. Like every shot, they sit there and they teach you everything. Like you learn how to breathe correctly when you're shooting. I, I thought I had a great trigger pull, but then it turns out like there's something called booger flicking where it's like you squeeze the trigger and then real quick you take it off. So you learn more about follow through. They teach you different stances for resting. Like if you're on a, a spot and stock hunt, it was the best investment I think I've ever Made. I've heard nothing but great things, and I have seen uh, your dad and and when he took your brother there. I think they filmed that yeah. for an episode, on, and I believe it's out on YouTube. Yeah, it is, and actually, I think the one that we just did is going to air in a couple of weeks, and it'll be on YouTube too. I also saw you got to do something special for your birthday, didn't you? Oh, just a little special. <laughs> so I I have never hunted out of state besides one time for my 18th birthday. My dad took me up Pennsylvania, and we went on a whitetail hunt, and then for my 21st birthday, he just took me to Michigan to Legends Ranch to hunt and it was insane like the place was beautiful the fall colors were gorgeous and I got a gorgeous buck and I made so many memories I mean it was such a treat and for anybody that's listening that wants to see that they can go to the Keith Warren uh, YouTube page 
and the video is there of Maddie's 21st birthday and the hunt and everything. So uh, it was really a neat video to watch. Yeah, it, it was awesome. Uh, my dad had been going there for years before he took my brother. I think when my brother was in fourth grade, he said something like, if you get all A's, I'll take you up to Legends Ranch. And that was great motivation for him. And they ended up going. And I think that's why, you know, Colton's always been the smarter one. And he's going to law school because he got to go to Legends Ranch so early on. But <laughs> it was really cool to finally go. So you've been to Legends Ranch now but you have not been overseas yet hunting, have you? No, I haven't. That's something, that's my dream hunt. Either going to Africa or going to New Zealand. That would be so awesome. But I think this summer, my dad may take me to Africa with them, which would be a dream. So we'll see if that happens. Very cool. Yeah, I had an occasion to run into your dad and speak with him. And he's talked about you attending that FTW shooting school and said that you can just about hit anything you want to now. Yeah, and honestly, like I wasn't scared of bigger rifles, but I never really shot a big war rifle. And there they I shot a double barrel like side-by-side rifle and that thing kicked like a mule and I was very confident in my shot with that I shot what a 375 and I like that so now like I'm comfortable with the smaller cal- calibers like a 6.5 and a 243 but now I also feel comfortable with those big bore calibers so if I do get to go to Africa I think I'll be pretty confident with my shot now outside of college uh, that you're attending right now you're looking to build yourself up in the outdoor industry tell me a little bit about your views of of getting young women like yourself involved? I think it's really important for women to be involved in hunting and just the outdoors. You know, not just women, but I love introducing anyone into the outdoors, whether it's a kid, whether it's a grown man, a woman, it's good for the soul. I don't think it's really hard to explain the feeling you get when you're hunting. It's not about what you're killing or how big it is or anything like that. It's not even about killing something. Just going and sitting in a blind and making memories and being at peace and seeing how beautiful the world is around you and watching animals. Uh, It's just good for the soul. And I think it's really great for anyone to get involved, but especially women, because we've been, well, I've hunted my entire life and I always kind of struggled because it's not something that viewed as feminine. I always felt like I was one of the dudes or like in high school, it was like no guys ever wanted to talk to me because they were so intimidated that I I hunted and it viewed more as a man's sport. And I think it's so great that women are getting involved because it's not a man's sport. It's good for everybody's soul. That is very true. As a father of daughters, I wish they were, inclined or interested in hunting i've tried and tried and they just have no desire but i think it's fantastic for anybody to be involved yeah i do too and i think once you finally get someone to make that step and decide hey i want to go on a hunt once they do it they fall in love with it i've never actually met someone who went on a hunt and was like nah, i didn't like it yeah that's a very rare item so now you're looking to finish up your schooling increase yes. your hunts that are you you've done and been on but you also your family owns a, a ranch in south texas done most of your hunting or a lot of hunting out there have you not yes um it's really funny because we so we sell trophy hunts and management hunts i've shot a bunch of coal bucks out there when i was younger that's kind of how my dad got uh, me and my brother introduced to hunting because we had our own ranch but now it's like we have these beautiful bucks and i'm like daddy when are you gonna let me go hunting out there and he's like as soon as you can afford to pay a management or trophy fee I'm like, Gosh. <laughs> but it's really the most affordable place in texas to go hunting if you want a trophy buck or even a management deer those are still dreams deer. So if y'all um, want to check it out, it's Texas Hidden Springs Ranch. And we've got a website, we've got a Facebook page, and we also have an Instagram page that we just started. So y'all can look into that. Um, we've actually got a special gig coming up for this next hunting season. It's the first weekend of deer season. You'll be able to hunt with my dad. He's the guide. And Jason, are we doing three or four hunters that we're having out? I think I saw a briefing of four hunters and there'd be five people out there in total, I guess, give or take. So it should be interesting. I'll have notes, things to that in the show notes here of your show 
show, uh, Maddie. And okay. Now, have you ever done any guiding for anybody out there? Yeah, I've guided a couple of times. It's fun because, like, I honestly, I love going and sitting out. I don't care about killing. And it's so nice to see when someone else is, like, sitting out and watch them on their experience. I like sitting out with people and talking and hearing about their lives and how they got into hunting. And then just being along with them their entire journey is really special. Well, very cool. So you've got whitetail on the ranch. What else is available on the ranch? We have whitetail. We have some turkeys. We occasionally cross come across hogs. Um, we've got black buck and you know we've got your typical coyotes foxes coons and we have a lot of my kitty cats but those those are not on the hunting list those are safe <laughs> yes they're safe so, they're very well fed too just like the deer they but they get better they get bacon they get chicken they get leftover venison if we have any they're very spoiled yeah there's some pictures out on the your face ranch facebook page that i think people can see them eating quite well yeah <laughs> So you've done most of your hunting in the state of Texas. What's the one animal you can remember and that you've taken that you're most proud of? In Texas or just in general? I guess in general. Um, That buck I shot up at Legends is probably my most memorable hunt because just all around, I made so many memories in the hunt itself. It was So they had been looking for the specific bucks that they wanted me to hunt and they had not seen it for a week and a, uh, week and a half and they didn't have any pictures of it on game camera so they thought like maybe a coyote got it or something happened. And the first day we were sitting out we saw a bunch of deer not anything for me though and all of a sudden this buck walks out and he was so spooked we didn't think he was actually going to come out he was right on the edge of the brush and he walked out and I got a perfect shot and it, I think that that has to be the thing I'm most proud of for sure what did you use to take the buck I harvested that animal with a 6.5 Creedmoor by Legendary Armsworth and I really like the 6.5 Creedmoor that's what I shot when I went to um, the long distance shooting school and I'd never harvested an animal with it but I definitely was impressed with the caliber for hunting whenever I took that buck. I've heard nothing but good things about that caliber and the, the shooting ability with it. So that's neat to hear that you've en- really enjoyed using it. Yeah, because so it doesn't kick at all. That's what's great about it because you, you can have good follow through, especially shooting at distance. But I was just kind of worried that it, it wouldn't be a big enough caliber to take down a big buck like that. And it did fine. Like the buck ran maybe 20 yards. It was a clean shot. It was just perfect. I love that caliber now and the deer was 240 pounds like this was a big buck that's a big (laughs) that's a big northern michigan deer yeah that weighs more than my boyfriend so (laughs) i had to point that out to him it was pretty cool (laughs) yeah definitely different than the deer we get down here yeah so i mean and I walked up to the, the buck. He looked big. His antlers looked huge, too. But whenever I walked up to him, I could not stop shaking because just his body, like, his body was huge. His antlers were huge. The mass on them, when I put my hand up to it, like, the mass was wider than my hand, like, my entire hand. Oh, very so, cool. Yeah. Well, we look at the the hunts that you've done. Have you done much exotic hunting in Texas? Um, I haven't done a lot of exotic hunting. I've shot a couple of uh, doll sheep or Corsicans. Um, I've done a lot of hog hunting, though, and those are really fun hunts because those are great for introducing people to hunting. Um, they're great for night vision hunting, which is always a blast. If none of y'all have done it before, you need to try. Um, I've done, let's see, I've done a couple of black buck hunt, um, black buck doe hunts. I did one with my bow about two years ago, and that was my first harvest with my new bow, and it was awesome. They're a neat animal. Yeah, they're really neat, and they're actually really tasty. Um, That's what I was thinking. I actually 
yeah, people, uh, a lot of people don't think black buck is that great just because they're so lean. But me and my dad butchered it up ourselves and I've been eating it like with taco as taco meat and stuff up here in college station and my roommates and I love it. Yeah. I, I thought it was the buck I shot and he was an old gnarly buck and I still thought it was, was good. So I think they're yeah. a tasty animal. Yeah, the thing is, though, you just can't overcook it. So, like, it's very good rare, and you have to season it right. Very yeah. true. So, you like to do hog hunting. And yes. has a lot of that come off of your family ranch, or is that kind of all over the state? Um, Not much of the hog hunting is done at our place. We go all over, though. We have a place in Houston we go a lot. Hog Wild Adventures, they are covered in hogs. I remember we were sitting at the house over there, and I was like, geez, are those cows, like, looking off in the field? And he was like, nope, those are hogs. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. And then we do a lot of stuff around our ranch. I don't know why. We did not get blessed with a lot of hogs. My dad likes that because they tear the place up, but I'd like to have some hogs out there because that would be fun for us. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be the one thing he'd let you shoot that doesn't have a big trophy. Yes, exactly. (laughs) With that ranch, you guys have the white-tailed deer out there, and then Mm -hmm. you're involved in uh, helping out with the herd management. Are you learning a lot that way? Yeah, so my dad manages the place. We don't have a biologist or anything out there, and I learn a lot from that, just about keeping the herd with good numbers and making sure that there's different deer at every age level, and it's real. I learn a lot by helping him out there. Without a biologist out there, you get to help work around and see how the herd is managed and keep all the ages going. That's really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, we have a lot of Reconyx cameras out there so we can watch the deer, and we're out there every day pretty much whenever I'm home from school, and it's just awesome seeing all of the deer and, you know, running the fence lines, uh, driving around, making sure they're all okay, that they got food and stuff. It's a lot of responsibility to take care of a ranch. Oh, I imagine keeping all the feeders fed and, and ready for whenever you have somebody coming out. It's neat that you've been able to do guiding and also get your own hunting done. And that's a that's neat to be able to see both sides of the operation. Yes, for sure. Um, I, I think I like guiding a lot just because you get to have the experience of the hunt and you get to see someone else fulfill their journey by harvesting an animal and you hear their stories, you hear how they got involved in hunting and you build new relationships. And it's also really cool to be out there and you see the deer that are growing up. They're your deer and you really take ownership in the ranch and the deer that are on the property when you work as hard as we do out there. Neat. So are you looking at, uh, well, you're at A&M, are you doing biology classes or are you a business or are you majoring in something that will help increase your career? Well, right now I am a political science major. I thought for a while that I wanted to be a lobbyist or go into legislative work of some kind. So I did political science. You know, it's kind of late to switch my major and I like political science. I just don't think that's what I want to do with my life. So um, I do take some biology classes on the side and try to take business classes, but it's hard because the Mays Business School here is really hard to get into. And if you're not a business major, you can't take most of the classes. Yeah, they restrict a lot of the upper level fun classes, don't they? Yeah, they do for sure. And then they have so many students here that you can't even register for classes. You have to force request into everything. <laughs> I think we have like 66,000 students or something. It's insane. It's a big campus. Yeah, it's huge. Well, so we look, you've got some potential hunts going on this summer. Uh, you're always, I'm assuming, going to do predator control out at the ranch. So that's not an issue. We love to predator call out there and we don't like having coyotes. They get to the deer, and they get to the baby deer, and they get to my cat. So we do a lot of predator control up there. Very cool. Well, 
as you look and go forward, is there, are you planning on attending any of the, like the shows that go on around or do they like the Dallas Safari Club show and some of these bigger shows or do they, I know they fall a lot of times when you're either heading back to or in school time. So it makes yes. it a little difficult. That is the worst part. I'd love to go to them all, but I've got class coming up. I am going to Nadifa North American Deer Farmers Association. I think it's in Dallas. So I'll be there. I'm also going to the NRA convention, which I'm not sure where it is this year. I think, I think it's in Atlanta or maybe that's where it was last year. I'm not sure, but I will be there. And then I think there's one more coming up. That I'll, oh, I'll be at Texas Deer Association Convention during the summer. And then, yeah, I think that's it for now. But I, I miss all of the Dallas Safari Club and SHOT Show and all those because it was right when school, school started back up. Yeah. Do you hit any of the like the Texas Trophy Hunter shows? No, I haven't gone to the Texas Trophy Hunter shows, but I really would like to. Well, yeah, there's a couple. I think the San Antonio one takes place in usually early August because I know it's god-awful hot. So might be a good I, one to I head to. I think it's at the same time as the Texas Deer Association. Because last year, I remember they were the same weekend, and that's why I didn't go to Texas Trophy Hunters, because I was at TDA. Oh, okay. Well, that's very neat. Yeah. So you, you're really getting a good exposure to the hunting industry and should make it fun. Is there any goals you have as far as a specific... I know you said Africa or New Zealand is a favorite, but is there some specific goal like that you want to tackle... I don't have a specific goal, but I think it would be really interesting for um, to make shows on whatever hunts I do coming up because I've hunted a lot, but I've only really done stuff in Texas. Um, I've done a lot of whitetail hunting. I've done a couple of exotic hunts and a lot of hogs, javelinas, but I've never done bear hunting. I've never gone on an elk hunt. I've never shot even a fallow deer. I've not done a lot of those type of hunts, so I think it'd be really cool to see the evolution of my hunting experiences and record those and do shows on them. I think that'd be a blast. Sure. Now you were recorded when you were up at Legends Ranch with your dad. What's that like hunting with a camera person? Most people don't realize that there. you forget that there's actually people behind the camera recording it. How is that whole dynamic when you have extra people out there? So I'm used to it because that's how we've hunted since I was little. Um, since that's my dad's job, whenever we do go hunting, we do have a camera there and the camera guy. And up at Legends, Bowen, he's our camera guy. He is one of my best friends. So it's an awesome experience, but it is harder. The hunt's always harder because if you don't have it on camera, then you can't harvest the animal. And it's really hard to make something look good for a show and have all of the right shots, make sure the audio is working. When you get to the blind and there's not a chair for the cameraman, well, it's like, oh, shoot, uh, let's run back to the lodge and grab a seat or, or grab a chair or whatever um you always run into those kind of obstacles because you have another person or another two people with you yeah because you could have a field producer and a cameraman could you not yes you definitely could now bowen he's our cameraman mostly and he is um our field producer too so that's nice um he does and then he also edits the shows so it's it's cool that he does the camera work because he sees like he has that eye for what he'll want in the future whenever he's editing the shows. for somebody that's not familiar you're in front of the camera, you're the hunter, you've got the camera person slash producer next to you, and maybe your dad, who, to yeah. me, that would be, forget the camera person, I'd be unnerved by having your dad sitting next to me, because now I gotta, I gotta keep up with him. And then, oh, yeah, 
it's hard to keep up with him because he's been doing this for years. I mean, like he'll talk about when he goes on elk hunt and he's walking up mountains and they're walking miles a day trying to stock up on an elk for a bow hunt. And he's totally fine. He's walking. He's not puffing and puffing or anything. And the cameraman who is 20 years old, in shape, works out every day is struggling because you can't keep up with him. He goes, goes, goes. Right. So then you get to come and watch at the family business, so to speak, that you get to see that raw footage, you then get to mm-hmm. see it edited and then turned into a final product. So I, I can imagine how that, that hunting bug would catch on with you. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I was really blessed to be put in the family that I'm in because, well, it's kind of hard for me because my dad always had a job he loved. And it made me want to find a job that I loved as much as he loved his. And I struggled with that for a while, trying to find a job where I worked my butt off, but it wasn't like work at the end of the day because I loved what I was doing. And I think the only thing that I could do is have a hunting show. He works his butt off. He's gone all of the time, but it all pays off because in the end of the day, at the end of the day, he gets fulfillment from it. He loves helping people. He loves introducing people to the sport that we love. And, you know, I had a great example of that. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. That's got to be a real joy to see. They're always going to have some grumbles about any job, what they do. But to actually get up and love it and be happy, that's got to be a really neat thing and a, a real push for you and your brother Colton as you as you grow up as well. Yeah, it definitely was. And um, so he'd take us on hunts with him whenever he could. I remember one time it was like my sixth birthday, I think. And I think he, I, I don't know if he was in Africa or where he was, but he was gone and I was really sad about it. And uh, they made a video for me and he, the old cameras that they had were like the size of me when I was seven. They were huge and they'd have to lug them around on their shoulders whenever they're hiking up those mountains and stuff. And he was crying on top of that mountain and he was saying, I love you, Maddie. I, I hope you have a good birthday. I wish I could be there for you. So he is living a dream and a lot of people just see that, but it is tough. He was gone a lot when we were little and, you know, you, ha- you have to find that balance. But that would there's memories like that that are so special where where he was on dream hunts, but he was also thinking about us at home. And now that we're older, we get to go with him. So it's a lot more fun. And I'm trying to get more involved in the business. So I'm on those hunts with him. And he's kind of grooming me to potentially take over the show or just start my own show because he's never going to retire. He loves what he does. He can't <laughs> stop working. <laughs> so with that, now, does your mom hunt? Yes, my mom does hunt. Their first date, they went fishing. She loves to fish, and uh, he didn't have the hunting show at first. He just had a fishing show. She helped him get that started. She does a lot of the production. She does most of the behind-the-scenes work. Yeah, they've they've hunted together. I've always said a couple a couple who hunts together stays together, and that seems to be true for them for 26 years. Have you done any hunts with your mom, or have you introduced her to anything? Yeah, um, my mom and I, she was with me when I shot my first um, buck, and my dad was with us in the blind, but it was mainly like a girl's hunt. I think he was filming it. And, uh, she has never shot Tannerite. That's something she's really upset about because we'll always go out. Tannerite's one of my dad's sponsors. So we do a lot of stuff for them and she'll always be at the office and we'll go out to the ranch and we'll do a little show for Tannerite or a segment. And she's like, well, y'all never take me to shoot Tannerite. So that's one (laughs) thing I need to do with her. Um, She went to New Zealand with my dad when I was in eighth grade. And I wanted to be there really bad because that's my dream hunt. But she's lucky. She she just, I don't know, it's crazy. Like thinking where they came from, 
my dad and her were so broke and they started the business and they've come so far together. And I, I wish that she got to do more hunts with him on camera. And Maddie, so for folks that are listening that don't know what Tannerite is, just give a real quick description of what that is and why it's so fun to shoot. Well, it's a binary reactive target. So it's got um, two different aspects of the target. You've got a powder and you've got these little white beads. And you mix the powder with the little white beads. You close up the little container and then you go put it at 100 yards and you shoot it. And it has to be with a high caliber rifle bullet. You can't shoot it. You can't put it in a fire. You can't hit it with a pistol target. It will not go off unless you're shooting it with a high caliber rifle bullet. And then it goes boom. It's awesome. Just look it up on on our YouTube channel, Keith Warren, and you'll see how fun it is. You'll have to get some. Yeah, it's always looked fun. So uh, anybody that shoots Have you it, ever shot it? I never have. Oh, my gosh. You have to come out and we'll shoot it together. It is a blast. Sounds good. I'd love to. That's Literally. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's always looked <laughs> like a lot of fun to, to pop that stuff off. I see the people shooting it. So, And like you said, it's pretty safe and that if, if you don't shoot it with a high caliber rifle, uh, it's not going to go boom. No, it won't. Um, Dan Tanner, he is the owner and he created it. He said one time, you know, some of the government officials were out there and he was trying to explain to them and show them the product, how safe it is. And they're like, well, what happens if you ingest some of that powder? And he literally took a spoonful of the little pellets that had the powder on them and ate it. And he was totally fine. Like, it, it's okay. It's a very safe product. You just have to use it right. I mean, you can literally throw it in a fire and it will not go off. You can hit it with a pistol bullet. It won't go off. Make sure you're shooting it at 100 yards. Use the product the way it was intended to be used, just like you would use a rifle the way it's intended to be used. And it's safe. And it's really fun. I like it a lot because it's great for getting new hunters or new shooters involved in our sport because it's fun. And especially like whenever we're sighting in our rifles, we'll go put Tannerite out just for fun. And it instills that confidence when you hear that boom. And I'll have a link to the Tannerite website in the show notes if anybody wants to go check it out, as well as the Keith Warren YouTube page. And I know there's a lot of videos on, out there using Tannerite because I've watched them. Yeah, my dad has a, a very good relationship with Tannerite, the product. He loves it. He takes it everywhere with him. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. So. Well, so we've got, you know, it's, it's been great catching up with you. You've got such a cool background. You, everybody always says, oh, I want to be a professional hunter. I want to be a professional hunter. But you've actually lived that life. Just 99% of it was behind the camera watching your dad. But now you're transitioning mm -hmm. over to that. So I think that's really cool. And if somebody were want to get in touch with you, Maddie, how would they do that? What's the best way to contact you? Y'all can go over to my Instagram page. It's Maddie Warren, M-A-T-T-I, and then Warren, W-A-R-R-E-N, or my Facebook page. Message me or my email address is on there and contact me if you have any questions or if y'all want to do anything. Um, I'd love to hear from y'all. Well, that's great. So they can get in touch with you via Instagram or Facebook, email you. Are we going to expect to hear more or see more of you possibly coming up on your dad's show, or are you going to look to start little episodes of your own maybe through YouTube? Y'all will definitely see more of me on the high road. Um, we've got a lot of fun stuff planned for this summer, and hopefully we'll get that stuff out for this next season of the high road. Awesome. And there's a possibility of if anybody ever wanted to set up a hunt at the Hidden Springs Ranch, they would possibly see you there, or you could even guide for them if that was yes. A, a, yes. a newer hunter, a woman, anybody wanted to come in and have you as a guide, that wouldn't be a problem to request? No, not at all. And I'm usually out there anyway. So even if y'all don't want me to guide, you're probably going to have to deal with me at the lodge <laughs> and I might eat dinner with you. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, 
Maddie, I can't thank you enough for your time. Uh, I know you're up at school, so I appreciate you breaking away from your studies. We won't tell your dad that you weren't studying. <laughs> and uh, anybody that wants to contact you, I'll have the contact information in here. I wish you luck, and then we'll talk in the future going forward. I want to hear about potentially six months to a year from now how you're doing with Africa or possibilities or New Zealand or just how your deer season is setting to shape up. Yes, that would be awesome, and thank you so much. I had a blast. Fantastic. It was my pleasure. You have a great afternoon. Okay, you too. Come early spring, it's getting green. Fisher on the bed. And hear those turkeys gobble. It's ringing in my head. The winter rides bass boat, here comes another year. Yeah, we command the outdoors around here. Oh, we command the outdoors. Yeah, we command the outdoors. Come summertime, we're feeling fine, fishing on the lake, flipping jigs in Carolina rigs, from early morning till real late. Bonfires on the creek bank, kick back a couple beers, yeah we command the outdoors around here, yeah we Yeah, we command the outdoors. Next year's doves until you know winter's on the way. Brushing blinds and deer stands. The fever starts to creep. Fill our freezers full of ducks, lots of tender deer. Yeah, we command the outdoors around here. Yeah, we command the outdoors. Yeah, we command the outdoors. So grab your guns shells, boys Put on your camouflage Cause we command the outdoors around here We command the outdoors